0: I'm Lauren McCall, founder of the Lauren McCall Animal Communication Academy, an international author and a teacher.
1: And I'm Bertha Eddington, a marketing professional whose passion is helping people get the word out on their good works. We welcome you to Animal Wise, the podcast where from playful to profound, Animal Wise brings some animal wisdom to your world. And I wanted to comment that, like many people today, we are recording from our home, which is not exactly professionally soundproofed, or from our, our separate homes, that is. And so if you hear a dog bark or a garbage truck go by, you're hearing real <laughs> life in action.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> uh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> so, and but we hope the material makes up for it. And today we are going to talk about what I think is one of my favorite animal conversations you've had so far, Lauren. And that is a chat you had with a giraffe in a zoo. I, I just love giraffes. They're such beautiful animals. Mm -hmm. And did, did you know that each of their, each giraffe's individual spots or markings, as they call them, are as unique to them as our fingerprints are to us?
0: Isn't that amazing? Wow. Okay. Okay. Here's another bit of giraffe (laughs) trivia for you. Giraffes only have seven vertebrae in those long necks. Wow. Isn't that incredible?
1: That is incredible.
0: I know know you'd think they'd have hundreds, but no. (laughs) So actually, yeah, I like you. I just love giraffes. And I've been privileged to see them and talk to them in the wilds in, in southern Africa and also in various captive situations. I mean, who doesn't love giraffes, right?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Very strange people don't like giraffes. so I, I, don't, I don't know anybody that strange. But So, Lauren, tell us about your connection with this particular beauty you had this conversation with.
0: Well, you know, like you, Bertha, this is actually one of my favorite communications of all time as well. Um, and it's, um, it's one that I use when I teach animal communication classes. Uh, The giraffe's words are, I think, a powerful lesson in perspective and reality. And I I actually learned quite a bit from this conversation, not only about animals, but the importance of the lens through which we view our lives.
1: Boy, that reminds me of my philosophy classes, you know, illusion versus reality, Mm -hmm. Or what is an illusion and what is real? You know, we're all—is this all an illusion? You know that we're living, and I know right. we're we're all right now for a lot of reasons these days trying to broad, broaden our perspectives. So I'm eager to to talk about this and and how how so how did this particular exchange you had come about?
0: Well, actually, I was. Um doing some research for a book I was writing, and I needed some more conversations with animals, and I, I wanted the captive animal perspective as well. So um, I headed off to our state zoo, and I had already had several conversations with animals that day, and eventually found myself in front of the large giraffe habitat. So I stood in front of the giraffe habitat and telepathically asked if there was a giraffe present who would like to speak to me. Mm, I was looking for sort of a spokes giraffe, if you see. <laughs> so I heard a very clear, "I'll talk to you." And so I began the conversation by asking, "What do you like about being a giraffe?" The giraffe replied, Looking down on everything gives you a very different perspective, I think. Mm-hmm. I am physically removed from what goes on below, and I can feel emotionally detached too. I asked, Is that an advantage? Giraffe replied, Well, it is when you live in a zoo. This is a very strange environment. And no matter how the keepers try, it is an artificial environment. It is make-believe. We are not in the land of our ancestors. I asked, And how does your very tall perspective help you? Giraffe replied, I feel emotionally removed, distant. Of course I am here, but I do not feel a part of this place. I replied, I think that's good and not good. You do live here and will most likely continue to do so. Are you avoiding your reality? The giraffe replied, No, I am creating my own reality. How I see and feel things is my reality. Mm. I just choose not to participate in this illusion that the zoo has created to be my reality.
1: Okay, so I just I, I know there's more to this conversation, but I just have to chime in right now because that is such a a big wow kind of statement to me or or thought philosophy. it's it's so Zen or or what the Western world would consider, I think, a metaphysical concept. And frankly, it's even a popular science fiction theme of the illusion of life and what is reality. And it's pretty deep stuff for anybody, much less a giraffe, in my opinion. Uh,
0: Well, you know, I think that, yeah, um, I agree. But you know, that also speaks to our reoccurring theme throughout these podcasts, that animals are very capable of complex thoughts, perspectives, and emotions. And Mm -hmm. I mean, there are more commonalities between humans and other animals than there are differences. And different doesn't mean lesser than. Mm -hmm. And that's true for the differences between human beings and the difference between animals and humans and animals.
1: Yeah, that's so true. I, I, I mean, there's always people who want to put groups uh, in boxes or or give ideas a label um, that's easy for us. And I, you know, I understand that as a human, our, our lives are complex, and it's nice to have little neat little labels. But the reality is, nothing is really all one way, and every situation has so many nuances than different ways it can be viewed from. Uh, how, how do you feel about that, Lauren?
0: Well, um, yeah, you know, I, I absolutely agree with you. And um, certainly, you know, on planet Earth right now, we are very much in troubled times. Um, and I, I think, like, like many others, that uh, sometimes it's very useful to step back and try to look at the bigger picture of things. You know, what, why is this happening? Um, mm-hmm. or is there a useful spiritual perspective to be had here?
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: you know, um, why, why don't we go back into the conversation, uh, with the Please. giraffe? And my next question to the giraffe was a very big picture question, which is, is all of this that you're experiencing related to your purpose in this lifetime? And the giraffe replied, yes, I have had many, many lifetimes. In this life, I am playing with what is real and what is not. I said, how very interesting. What have you discovered? The giraffe replied, well, that reality is what you make it and how you perceive it. In the case of animals in places like this, you can either fully embrace the enclosure where you live and feel each and every physical and emotional detail, or you can filter yourself and spend only as much energy as is necessary in the physical environment. Hmm. And that is what I am doing." I replied, Well, that's a very advanced exercise in learning. It involves mastery of your mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical experience. Giraffe replied, I certainly have not mastered it, but it is what I am working on. Being a giraffe was a good physical choice because I'm always reminded to rise above it all. I said, "That's fascinating. Thank you for talking to me." Giraffe replied, "It's so nice to find someone who understands." I said, "Thank you. I have learned some interesting things from you."
1: As have we all now, and uh, that's—it's such an awesome conversation. I, I love the giraffe saying that by being tall, he or she, I don't know if it was a girl, woman, or, or woman, and male or female, but that he or she is reminded to rise above it all. And, you know, it goes along with the philosophy of life is really what we make of it. And as we all know, there are a million sayings and books and theories and philosophical ideas about that particular topic, it makes me think of a, a very simple modern one which is, it's not what happens, but it's what you make of it that counts. And I, th- I think that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do
0: Yeah, I, I think so too. I completely agree with you. Um, the quote that comes to my mind, which is one that I use a lot, is um, we don't see things as they are we see them as we are. Mm -hmm. And you know, and I think that's why animal perspectives can be so refreshing. I mean, while they see many things in the world as we do, you know, they care about um, love and family and community and their environment and things like that, but obviously their perspectives, and sometimes, though not always, um, what they consider to be important will necessarily be different from human beings. And, you know, I've lived in eight different countries and I really love to travel and I, I love to learn about differing cultures, traditions, religions, and points of view. And talking to animals for me is, is sort of like that adventure and learning in travel, I guess.
1: Yeah, and that's that's interesting. That's that's part of the purpose of your life this this time, I guess. So that and I, I agree with that. But thinking about back to his the giraffe's perspective, I really I'm going to keep that in my heart and in my mind to reinforce my resolve as, as I try to do to look at every day and ask myself. What is the reality I want to create for myself, and what illusions, excuse me, I am willing to let go of in order to do that? Which which story am I going to build for myself? Um, Because I think that's what we do, Uh, and what I would be happy to exchange um, in in exchange or to let go of in exchange for a personal reality of. Peace, love, and abundance. And I think if you start off that day with into that intention, it sets the whole tone.
0: Yeah, well, I, I think that's beautiful, and it's something that, you know, the world could use more of is peace, love, and abundance. And I you know, you're saying that made me hearken back to something else that the giraffe mentioned, which was, you know, about he how he or she um, could either embrace all the details in the enclosure or uh filter yourself and spend yeah. only as much energy as is necessary in the physical environment. I mean, we all have to participate on planet earth and our in our homes and and where we live and our families and our friends and all the rest of it. But you know talk about filtering, I I can't stand to watch much news these days. I mean, I have to <laughs> I have to take things in very limited doses. And a lot of my friends are no longer actively participating in social media. I, I think that's a form of filtration too, don't you think?
1: Yeah, I, I agree, absolutely. And I'm right there with you. I can't hardly listen to the news um, these days myself, although it's kind of like watching a train wreck. You can't look away either. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but I, I think it is a form of creating our reality it, it, i talked to so many people who are concerned and, and negative and i try to look at the positive aspects of seeing communities mm-hmm. coming together in these difficult times and, and people supporting each other in these difficult times in mm-hmm. new ways and new ways in, and and uh, that they're learning to do it through technology and through different areas so i think it again it is what you make of it right The counts yeah
0: yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right and and your perspective. You know, the we could certainly use that more universal perspective of peace, love and abundance as you say, and I maybe a good way to do that is to take our cue from the animals, which is one of the reasons that you and I are doing this podcast so that we can present these perspectives and hopefully people will um enjoy them and learn something from them and and uh, maybe we can
1: take our cue from
0: the animals.
1: And and I know I will. So I'm glad we shared that conversation today. And I want to tell everybody out there, thanks for listening to Animal Wise. If you've enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, please subscribe and tell all your friends, family, and even perfect strangers. We're also available to download from your uh, podcast platform of choice, from Spotify to... Apple to iTunes and Amazon. So you can ask for Animal Wise there. And we will talk to you next time.
0: Wonderful. Thanks, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you.
1: Bye.